So welcome to Confessional Outcomes with BJ and our guest today is Bethany Murray. So Bethany, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about the touchy subject of alcoholism. All right. So we'll get started with, were you an alcoholic? 100%. Oh my goodness. So what age did you start drinking? Um, I had my first drink when I was like 14 or 15, I think somewhere around there. And I was drinking every day by age 16. Wow. Okay. So what made you want to change that? Um, well, I think over the years, because it's been a very long time, I was a full-blown alcoholic by 16. I'm getting ready to be 28 in a couple months, well, next month, and I now have a little over six months sober, Um, and I think over the years, many, many times, I told myself that I had a problem I needed to stop but just with just like with any other addiction you know sometimes you talk yourself out of that it's hard but the thing that really made me want to stop is I realized that I was being a bad mom and a bad wife and I had realized that for a long time but I finally gave it up and I should, I really have to give all the glory to God though, first and foremost, because if it was not for my faith in the Lord, I would not have been able to quit because that was the only thing that changed. Well, congratulations on that. So tell me some of the things that you did during those, those years when you were drinking excessively that, um, if you don't mind talking about them, that maybe embarrassed you or help lead you to wanting to stop? (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) Uh, There's lots of things. Um, I've crashed many cars. Uh, By the grace of God, I've never had a DUI. Um, I mean, I used to drink myself into blackouts and not remember what I had done and I would just be like a sloppy mess. Um, I mean, lots of shameful things. I could probably, we could have a 12 hour podcast of all the things that I used to do. Um, My goodness. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I can't name just a couple cause there was many things, many, many things. So a touchy thing to say, but, um, how did it affect you being a mom and a wife that made you want to stop? Like what, what was some of the things that you felt you were doing? Was it just, you know, um, being stressed out or like, was there a certain thing that was just like, okay, this is not working for me. I have to stop. So, for starters, my children have never 
that I can remember. My children have never seen me drunk because we would always get a babysitter. Um, but they have seen me hungover <laughs> many, many, many times. Um, and that that is one of those shameful things because, you know, a normal person, if they get a little hungover, they drink a little too much, um, it's just like a headache or you're moving a little slow the next day. Um, well, I would drink so much that I couldn't get out of the bed. I would be throwing up. Um, I couldn't be a mom or a wife. Um, and it was to the point that Matt, uh, my husband, he would have to take over and, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because of course he's their dad, but, um, I don't know. It's just shameful. And it's sad when you, it would be different if you had like a physical disability or something that you, you can't take care of your kids. But I made myself that way. I made myself so hungover that I, I couldn't get, I literally could not get out of bed. Um, but the, the first time that it was really, really bad, I went to my friend's house and I drank an entire box of wine to myself. Um, and Matt came to pick me up with the kids and my son was trying to talk to me and I was so just out of it that I couldn't even talk to him. Um, now this wasn't like the night of me drinking. This was the next morning. So I, well, I guess I can say that they see me drunk then because I was still drunk, but <laughs> I wasn't like actively drinking. Um, but I was so just out of it that I couldn't even like respond to him because I was so hungover. Um, and that was when it clicked in my head. You got to change. And I, I still didn't get sober. Um, and this was probably almost two years later that this happened. Um, this was August of 2021. I w had a girls weekend with my friend and I drank too much. And then Matt came to pick me up the next morning and we went to a cookout at his friend's house. And there were a bunch of his friends that were couples and they had their kids there and all the other moms were playing with their kids. And I was in a corner hungover, trying not to puke. And I couldn't run around and play with my kids. And that was it. That, that was the moment where I was like, no, I have to stop drinking. This is too much. Like it was sad to me. It was very shameful. And I felt bad for my kids because, and, and my husband, because that's embarrassing. <laughs> All the other wives are running around and making their husband's plate. And I couldn't even look at food because I was so hungover. There was no way I was making his plate. Um, I could not run around with my kids. And I just realized that couldn't go on anymore. I, I wasn't setting a good example. And I just, I wasn't being a good mom. Yeah, that can be rough. So um, I know you said you give thanks to God. What, what has helped you? Like, do you go to AA or you know, what, what is it that's, that's helped you get through, um, the process of not being an alcoholic? Um, well, in the beginning, I really just, 
I, I mean, I, I really, I prayed about it and I just, I pushed through, I didn't really have, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, I had drank for so long that not drinking was very uncomfortable to me. And I kind of had to stop. I had to stop doing a lot of things. I couldn't go to normal events that I used to go to. Um, I couldn't do birthday parties, weddings, um, things like that. I really just had to stay home because alcohol is so normalized and it's everywhere. And because I had been drinking for so long, I knew that I couldn't go places that everyone was drinking. Um, so at first I, I don't know, I just dove into it. I didn't really know what I was doing, but then the church that I go to, they have a program called celebrate recovery and it's not like an AA meeting or an NA meeting. Um, it's just recovery for anything. Um, people come there for food addictions, uh, drug and alcohol, sexual addictions, um, healing from divorce. They just come there for all types of things. And that has helped me so much. They have a chip ceremony. So, you know, if you're just starting out, you come and get a blue chip to dedicate yourself to whatever you're trying to recover from. And then, you know, they have 30 days, 60 days, 90 days and so on. Um, and that has helped me so much. Uh, and also I have surrounded myself with good friends and supportive people. And, um, one of my friends, she's actually in recovery with me and we check in with each other daily and we say how many days we've been sober and, I think that that is awesome too. If you are able to find someone or people who can check in daily and hold yourself accountable, because when you don't hold yourself accountable, that's when you start to mess up. You, you get comfortable and you're like, oh, I'm okay. You know, and that's when you, things start to get a little rocky. You could slip back into the, the same old things true um so do you think the relationships with like your children and your husband and everything has been better since you stopped or um is it still like a work in progress or how's that going um I mean definitely with Matt things have gotten better because you know he's not taken on that burden of having to see me like that and, and take care of me and the kids. And I, I think because my kids are so young that they didn't really, it didn't really bother them. They didn't notice as much. Um, but I noticed the difference. I'm, I get to spend Sundays with my kids again and we do fun things and go to church and, um, you know, six months ago, I would have not been able to get up at seven o'clock in the morning, get my kids ready, eat breakfast and, and head off to church. There's no way that I, I, I would have laid in bed all day. I would have been puking all day. And so I definitely noticed the difference. I can't really say that my kids do so much. Like I said, because they're young, they didn't really pay attention. Okay. So what is some of the things that you feel led you to drinking alcohol do you think a lot of it was just stress or you know and how how did that change um how did you stop 
not getting like, how did you fix the problems that you had or was you able to fix them and to be able to, you know, be into recovery and not drink anymore? Um, well, I think me, well, first of all, addiction and alcoholism, um, runs pretty deep in my family on both sides. So I think it's kind of one of those things that you can't really run from. Um, and you know, I wasn't really like my dad is an addict. He was an alcoholic. So, and he still is in active addiction and stuff. So it's not like I really had anyone stopping that for me. Um, so the first time that I picked up a drink and unfortunately it was at a very young age, uh, I don't really think it was to try to cope with anything. It was more because everybody else was doing it kind of thing. And I was young and, uh, you know, wanted to be cool and, my friends were doing it sometimes. And, um, but then once you start doing it more and more and it's not fun anymore. Um, and then you realize that you do have problems. You know, I didn't have, I didn't have the worst childhood, but it could have been a little better. And I think once I started drinking a lot of that, those feelings that I had tried to like push to the back of my head and stuff, um, they started coming up when I was drinking. And I think it got worse when I was 16. And when I started drinking every day, um, that is because I was sexually assaulted by a family member. And that just, I just spiraled out of control. Um, But something that I've learned since getting sober is that even like you can't, you can't drink those problems away. You can't do drugs and your problems will magically disappear. Um, because when that high wears off or that drunk wears off, your problems are still there. Um, the next day when you're hungover, your problems are still there. And now you have another problem you're hungover. Or if you do drugs and you run out of drugs, your problems are still there and now you're withdrawing. Like you're, you're just really adding more issues. So, you know, I've been to counseling. Um, I've, I've really tried every angle to try to get through things and obviously developing better coping skills, um, you know, getting into different programs and, the, the one thing that I can, I can't stress enough is God, putting your faith in God and building a relationship with God. And I know some people, you know, they don't believe in that and stuff, but that was the last resort for me. I had tried everything else. I had tried all of their options and, and that was just it. That was it for me. And I really just surrendered all my problems, all my addictions, surrendered it to the Lord. And this when I first started my walk with Christ, um, I didn't, I didn't get sober. I thought, oh, well, I'm a Christian now, you know, I don't have that problem anymore, but that problem was still there. Um, and the Lord helped me remove that addiction. Um, 
So I don't want people to think like, oh, you become a Christian and all your problems disappear. That's not how that works. Uh, you really have to continuously build that relationship. And, um, but it's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. And it's good. It's good for your kids. Um, and it's good that you work through it while, while they're still young, because you don't want them to be teenagers and, you know, see the things that, um, that they would have seen, you know, because then maybe it would have led them to thinking it was okay to just become an alcoholic and drink all the time. And, you know, um, so what are some of the things that you enjoy doing? Like, do you see it in a different light? Like they say, people who stop smoking, they all of a sudden can smell things better and, you know, and stuff like that. So is there, is there something that, that changes like your mood or do you feel happier, healthier, you know, different things like that? Um, well, I definitely feel healthier because, you know, um, I also have pretty bad stomach issues and when I was drinking, those stomach issues would get worse. And like I said, um, I was drinking myself into ridiculous hangovers. Um, so I don't have that issue anymore. Um, so I do feel healthier. I don't really, I can't really say that much has changed for me anyways, because my whole life is really revolved around being a mom. So. But you, you said that too, that you get to enjoy them more. I mean, cause it would be more right. enjoyable for you're not laying on the couch and ready to puke. You get to enjoy them more. So did you face any health issues from that period of time of drinking that was caused um, from the alcohol? Well, I did have to have my gallbladder removed and I have read up that sometimes alcohol can be the cause of your gallbladder going bad. Um, and I don't know if it was that or other choices that I've made or a mixture of the both. Um, but other than that, no. Well, that's good. At least you didn't have any um, serious health issues from it because, you know, some people get cirrhosis of the liver, you know, stuff. Okay. So when you would drink really, really heavily, um, did, would you, did, I think maybe you said that, that you would have blackouts and stuff. Mm -hmm. did, did you ever feel suicidal? Or did it kind of upbeat um, you? Like, did, did it make you upbeat and happy and stuff? Well, both kind of, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say that it was all the time that I would be depressed and down and stuff, you know, like if I was out with friends or, you know, with a bunch of people, um, nine times out of 10, I had a good time. I had fun, but, um, I also had a lot of rough times too. I, I did when I was younger, I had suicidal thoughts and, um, I had anger issues that got worse while I was drinking and I would be sad. And, um, but that's the thing with alcohol. It could be, you can be up and down. You, you never know. Okay. So with your kids, do you think they see you differently, even though they're young and I know you, you know, you said that they didn't really see you drinking, but do you think they see you differently? Like not 
seeing you hung over and stuff like that, do you feel that they feel better about it? Or do you think it just really didn't affect them because they're so young? Um, I definitely, yes, because I also spent a lot of time worrying about when my next drink was going to be. I spent a lot of time, um, you know, cause being a parent and I'm a stay at home mom, it can be really hard. I, your, your patience wears thin. Hold on. So I think they, they definitely get a better version of me because I'm not worried about when my next break is going to be, when my next outing to drink is going to be. Um, so they, they definitely get a better version of me all around. So do you think that you'll ever get to the point to where you could have a drink or would you want one, um, later on? Like once you've fully like feel like you've recovered enough to where you wouldn't go back to drinking all the time. Do you feel that you could go and sit like at a restaurant and have a social drink? Or do you feel that's something that you would have to stay away from all the time now? Or would you want to stay away from it all the time now? Um, As of right now, because I'm still kind of a baby in the game. um, I would love to be able to be one of those normal people that can go out and have one or two drinks, maybe even three. Um, But considering that I have drank for so long and And how I used to drink so much every time. Um, I just can't say right now that I will ever be able to get to that point. I don't know. I really don't know. All right. So this is something you probably don't want to talk about, but it's just something that um, I figured I would ask maybe just for a laugh since you're not drinking anymore. What was your drink of choice? Um. (laughs) anything really (laughs) oh anything Um, I used to I started off drinking four locos before they took the caffeine out of them so I was really you know I really did some damage to my body with those things um and then when I stopped drinking those I drank beer um and I, I mean, like I would drink liquor here and there. Um, and then right before I stopped drinking, I had all those stomach issues. I would drink Trulies because those were the only things that didn't mess my stomach up. But yeah, I would drink anything. <laughs> Coming from, that's usually what alcoholics do. They'll drink just about anything. But that yeah. was a question <laughs> I, I figured <laughs> I would ask is, you know, because some people have a drink of choice, you know, mine is Hennessy. So you know, I, I don't see how people drink beer. Um, but I, I guess everybody's different to me. It just, it just doesn't set right. It doesn't taste good, but, 